0: everybody
1: hey welcome to 12 questions
0: we're here <laughs> despite hell or high water we made it freaking la is underwater guys it looks like water world out there and god damn it somebody send me what's his name kevin costner, oh,
1: kevin costner. <laughs> uh we need it though i think we need it i'm grateful for it it's uh-huh. a nice change of pace
0: how was how, how was your day, Anna?
1: Uh, it's it was pretty. It's it's pretty good. It was pretty good. I've been uh I've been doing the artist way. That's like I finished I finished the, my slog through um, uh, codependent no more. Not once but twice. Damn. Yeah. Um. Cause just reading it wasn't enough. I had to go through and do the exercises. You gotta and live. Cry. It, do the quizzes. Oh, feel these. Feel my feelings. Mm. Um. The other side of the addiction coin. I felt it hard. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, now I'm I'm moving on to the artist way, which has uh, been really great. The morning pages uh, finally seem to be shaping into some usable content, mm-hmm. and uh, and I've been doing a lot of yoga because I have uh, terrible colds mm-hmm. and uh, I can't do any cardio. So I'm feeling I'm feeling remarkable. I went to my home group today. I'm feeling wow. remarkably oh, spiritual is, today. Hey, I love
2: yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Love I know. it.
0: Spread it. Spread it,
2: man. I love it. How that. are you guys doing today? Good. Oh, am I supposed to be able to talk right now? Yes, yeah, you are! Yeah, yeah. Oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't wait, know. Wait, I, wait there what? was like we oh, a little yeah, intro. No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I totally forgot. Prog- like, yeah.
1: Welcome to 12 Questions. How do you want to
2: identify yourself? That's right. Oh, my God. I'm an addict. ID yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an addict. <laughs> I love I'm, it. My name's Bill and I'm an addict. Oh, hey. How'd you get here? Right? Yeah. This is a meeting, right? Yeah, it's a meeting. Yeah. Okay, great.
1: Oh, my God if it were a meeting have you ever noticed you can go to a church and know if they have meetings there because of the smell? Coffee. Like I no. can smell yeah. meetings the way that like Really?
2: What what do they smell like? Uh
1: co- old coffee. Yeah. Old mm-hmm. coffee and um like books. Lots of lots of books.
2: Yeah. Like like pages, you know? I feel like there should be in the you know how they have like different Keurig flavors. There yes. should be AA coffee as one <laughs> of the <laughs> It's just like yeah. really, it's more of a paste, really, than it, it is a. It's one one time I
1: was doing uh, area like regional service. I was doing re- regional service, so I'm like in the middle of the state, and we're trying to figure out like where we're gonna have our next like regional H and I meeting, and the the and this lady Roxanne goes, let's have it in San Luis Obispo where they have that kick ass fucking coffee, because <laughs> we had so many ex cons there they would just fill the thing up throw a little bit of cinnamon on top Hell yeah. oh and then damn like twitch, cinnamon like twitch just like twitch through the whole meeting oh wow people couldn't sit still they would like get up and walk around and have their little add fits and
0: was there drink more coffee did, did old they timers little, would get I all mad
1: <laughs> They'd be like, sit that. down and pay attention to the recovery <laughs>
0: Did it add a little, like, uh, fat-free meth on top of the cinnamon or something? Jeez, no, just like, whatever's like, in that
1: Coffee Mate creamer. I don't know what's in Coffee Mate creamer. If it is a carcinogen, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But I do know I'm full of it. I am <laughs> absolutely full of that creamer.
0: I'm going to do a research on that. And if there is a carcinogen, I'm writing my congressman.
2: As you should,
1: sir.
0: Absolutely. Here, here.
1: <laughs> How would you like to introduce yourself? Uh my name's Bill.
0: Uh you Dixon. did that already. I did that. God, i have oh. such a
1: cold.
0: We'll fix it in post.
1: Yeah, Lauren. but do you uh, We're not fixing anything in post. <laughs> this is staying in. My forgetfulness. Oh man, Alex, you gotta drive the boat today. I'm fucking I'm I'm just a just a Zycam lozenge in boots right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like I'm, my name's
2: Bill Dixon. I'm a comedian and a writer and a producer. And Ooh. uh I'm just I'm just grateful to be here. Hell yeah! Oh, Your delight. You
0: know? yeah. Hey, you made it on time. You were early.
2: Oh, such a he pro. Was early. such a pro. That's why you make late. the big bucks. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Why I make the
0: medium bucks. You know, medium bucks. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you hear that, Mr. Hollywood? Bill Dixon needs big bucks, not medium bucks. The man earned it.
1: <laughs> just by being early. <laughs> what if I got it? What if I like after That's... this
2: podcast airs, I got a phone call from like Mr. Hollywood, and he yeah. was like, "I heard the podcast. I'm." So sorry. Yeah, we have not been getting it. <laughs> be but so if that's funny. just how it worked, you negotiate your. Of company.
1: our hundreds of <laughs> listeners, <laughs> it would be such a delight if the King of Hollywood was actually one of them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you get a check in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> it says before they paid to the order of Bill Dixit, amount big bucks.
2: Yeah, Oprah Winfrey just calls me He's like, uh, oh. "Hi, I'm the King of Hollywood." I'm like, "Are you not the Queen?" She's like, "What? So, what, what, what? Now I can't be a king, and then I have to sexist. hang up the phone because exactly. I'm like, "Oh no, no, I'm the bad guy," and then. It unravels from there.
0: And then she adds you on Venmo.
2: I know. And then just <laughs> <laughs>
0: getting the money. Silly. You How's your day, Bill?
2: Pretty good. Scale of one to 10, like a seven.
0: Seven? Yeah, okay. Which doable. is like real good. Yeah. Seven is solid. Yeah, seven yeah. very good. Because if you're always at 10, who are you?
2: I haven't had a 10 day since I was like 12 years old on mm-hmm. the top of a water slide. Like that's a 10 day. That, since since I then, I don't think.
0: There's nothing that can meet.
2: I don't think the top you should have a slide. ten day. It's too chaotic. too much pressure. Yeah, too, how too dare much. you? Yeah,
0: that's overstimulus. Your body's not equipped for that.
2: Do you have ten days <laughs> where you're like, "This days. is"? I feel like a ten day should be. This is the best day of my life, right?
0: I think my ten day was in Vietnam when I proposed to my fiance. That was that was a ten there day. There you go. There you go. You hear that, boys? Brownie points.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say. I just heard through like the psychic connection all women here have that like if you didn't say that, I had to punch you.
0: Absolutely. Without
1: even without even explaining it, just punch you.
0: Oh, I'm a good boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> have you had a ten day before?
1: I think um, mm, that's a good question. I've yeah, maybe sometimes. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, that I just. Hmm. I have a, I like them. I've, I've had like some good eight, nine days. Yeah. I like, I like stimulus so much that I have a Six Flags Magic Mountain Pass. Yeah. Like I want to, when you said riding a water slide, I was right. like, yes, yeah. that is riding, riding a roller coaster for me. You know what? I went skydiving once and that was a automatic, or not skydiving, um, you jump. I can't talk, bungee jumping. That was automatically <laughs> oh my God. a 10 day. So. Today's believe it or not a five for me. That's um, great. Yeah. A five? Okay. I'm, hey, considering how I sound, I don't have yeah. to. I didn't have to push my uterus back in to, to do anything. Mm. So we're doing good.
0: I hate it when that happens. I yeah. know. Yeah. I know. When was the last time you pushed in your uterus, Bill?
2: Um, I'm concerned. What, why would you have to push? I had so, I had a.
1: We did. We is this our first? This is our second time back recording since my surgery. I uh-huh. had. I had. Uh, I had to have a. Um. um not life. Threatening, but like inconvenient surgery. This last year I was like I was like doing comedy in adult adult diapers. Like Oh
2: my god. Yeah. That's a three day. That's a three. Yeah. I had a three year.
1: <laughs> I had a three year like no matter how good the day could be, it was always a three. <laughs> oh
0: my god. That's what I had to think.
1: I was like, I'm sure I've had some ten days. I think when we roast battled, that was a really good day.
0: That was a solid. Because it was, day. was already Who won? a good Who won? day. Who won? An- Anna took that.
1: These, and he's since then become the king of (laughs) everything
2: did you have like a bunch of adult diaper jokes
1: No, I wasn't wearing one at the time. That was right before everything fell
2: apart. Go roast now. Oh, I know. That would be
1: a fun. You
0: hear that
2: Moses? Set
0: it up. Coach C. Oh,
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we'll let you interview us all day. Yeah. a delight. (laughs) How dare you turn it back on us?
0: (laughs) That's called deflection.
1: (laughs) I haven't met you before. You have the sweetest energy. Really? Yes, you do. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, Bill's good people. You're the nicest person.
0: I met Bill just through the scene and uh, for the longest time, I didn't know you were sober, Bill. I saw that post recently and I was like... Oh, and it just clicked. It made so much sense because since day one I met you, you were like good vibes, good energy, and you were just like you got this, you got life in a feng shui grip.
2: You hey, know, man, man thank you sense. so much. I feel so not like that, but I'm glad that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what externally we're checking out. Right. Yeah.
1: Nobody it, can see your inside. <laughs> right. Thank God.
2: <laughs>
0: thank God for that. Someone get my X ray machine.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Well, speaking of that internal chaos, like how do you experience surrender, either on a daily basis or in a group? Ran sense or hitting bottom
2: I mean for me surrender is about um, just the uh, the realization that nothing is under my control it's nothing nothing at all not the the red lights not the uh, traffic jams not anyone acting around me doing anything to me to my friends you know, my financial situation or even the feelings I have have mm. so little to do with anything I can control. and um, just being acu- acutely aware of that and and understanding that I, I don't I'm a passenger for like ninety eight percent of this trip. yeah, wow. and, and that's just the way way life is and the more control i try to impose on things that are uncontrollable just the more frustrated uh my day in life will give me more four days and more yeah. mm. three days um so <coughs> a good day for me is when something if something terrible happens just being able to go "Welp," you know this is not under my control I can kind of control is these are this is what I'm feeling, but what I can control are what I choose to do next and the actions that follow. This you know being fucking you know, mad that I'm in traffic. Isn't isn't particularly productive and occupies a a large swath of intellectual real estate that Mm. that is could be better purposed for absolutely anything else. Yeah, because it's just spiraling, and that's like part of our addiction right so it's just it just as soon as because anger frustration are all fucking amazing feelings mm-hmm. it's great to be angry there's no mm-hmm. feeling better than mm-hmm. being mad you get to be right you get to be you know <laughs> he's put upon by somebody else you know all these things and so at least for me like post addiction post um you know drinking and drugs i, I have to be aware of uh, of those feelings because they are the they're the next drug in line for me. Yeah, you know well, what was your what was your drug so- of choice? Drug of choice was like any anything. It was like mainly drinking, mm-hmm. but then that would lead into like whatever's in front of me. Yeah,
1: you know, <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like what I, they I think they they lovingly in the rehab field call them trash can addicts. Yeah, um, or uh, polycyst- poly poly. Poly substance drug abusers. Mm, that's the like clinical term. Yeah, that's yeah. Like clinical
2: term. I'm going to call myself that forever because that's such a fancy name. It's for so
1: fancy, right? Guy who
2: crushes up Percocet <laughs> and Valium
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and
2: puts sprinkles it in a Jack and Coke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's the fun time. In third. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I I understand that. Um, I, I got that in a lot of my first year. My sponsor would ask me, well, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Because it really sounds like you're very invested in being right. I was yeah. constantly, I was like energized by conflict and constantly seeking it. And um, yeah, that is, uh, that hits home.
0: <laughs> That's a great point you made about the intellectual real estate because the uh, my mentors have always said, like, hey Alex, you know, success is like a plane. A plane needs to land on a calm, flat surface. You gotta be that surface in your mind, like figuratively mm-hmm. speaking. Oh,
1: that's nice. so,
0: so when you are not pent up about all the angry shit that's made you angry the whole day, you're like, Oh, I can write. I did it all weekend. It was amazing. I banged right. out like sixty five pages in two and a half days. I was like, Okay, cool. It's cause Anytime I'd get mad or my girlfriend would come around and she's like, hey, let's hang out. Instead of saying, don't you see I'm fucking working on this script right now? This is important. I got a deadline. I was like, hey, babe, uh, this is really important. You, you think I can work on this? And when I get done, I promise I'll make it up to you. That's the f- probably the first time I've ever done that in my entire life and not lost my shit. Or I got into a fist fight with an old roommate because of that because he was interrupting me.
3: And then he said, fist fight,
0: yeah, because I uh, he started instigating it, uh, mind you. And then I was like, no, no, no. And then he started throwing fists, and I was like, okay, we're fighting. And then all those like rabbit holes that I went down of MMA videos kicked in, and I was like, Krav Maga,
2: question for you, (laughs)
1: yes,
2: (laughs) there's like, I have so
1: much to unpack here, yeah, please take the lead. I can't talk
2: so. So, you're working on a screenplay. Right. Mm-hmm. Your roommate interrupts you. Mm-hmm. You say, Hey, man, not now. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, No, I want to go to Chipotle now. And then you guys <laughs> fist fight. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it escalates whatever way it's going to be. But my question is after you get in a fist fight, mm-hmm. do you walk back over to your laptop, <laughs> face bleeding? And start typing your screenplay again. Act three. Yeah. Yes. Because the... I want to know the ten pages that came after that. And <laughs> Interior day. My roommate Nathan is a fucking prick. <laughs> Fuck Nathan, right? What?
0: Am I right, everybody?
2: Alex. Oh my god! I go I back. Yeah,
0: I'm... I go back to my laptop and I. I finish my screenplay because I'm a real G, all right? That's what I do. I finish it.
1: So you did go back and go interior. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my
0: God. I finished my script because the show must go on. Yes. What
1: happened to that script? Did it get did the king of Hollywood
2: buy it? That script is called Titanic. Yeah. No, I've heard of it.
0: Thank you. I'm actually James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> my face oh revealed. Oh my
1: god. Before
0: the fight, the ship didn't even sink. Oh, it didn't. There was no iceberg <laughs> in sight.
1: <laughs> you just named that yeah. chick Darren or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. The
0: iceberg was named Nick.
1: <laughs> so did you live with that guy
2: after you got in a fist fight with him?
0: For a little while until uh, I got the LAPD to come and take him out and all his shit. Because I don't tolerate that. And he kept on instigating more and more days after.
1: And you called the cops. Yeah, I told him. I was like,
0: leave me alone. I'm going to call the fucking cops. And then he, uh, I called the cops because one night he's, he, I was sleeping on the couch at that time. And I can, in the middle of the night, I hear this breathing sound and I don't open my eyes, but I can feel this energy like just above me breathing. And I knew it was him. He was just there and I just like opened it just enough to where I can see a silhouette and it's his bony fucking frame. And I was like, oh, I'm in danger.
1: Did you did you not have a lock on your door?
0: No, I was sleeping was on, on the couch, couch in the living room. Oh, you were a couch I was vulnerable. Sleeping? Yeah, I was out in the wilderness. Wow. That's right. It was good times. Oh it made God. me the comic I am today.
1: I hate, I hate to break this. Were you this. sober at the time? No. No. Okay. I remember oh, yeah. you telling me this story.
0: Yeah, it's a wild, it's a wild <laughs> story, but it led to uh, us uh, be, being able to kick out a crazy person and not dealing with that. That that was like probably one of the first times I've really had a had a backbone. Damn.
1: if you ever need to like be reined back in into your emotional sobriety in your life. Mm-hmm. Just ask one of call us up and ask us about that time you got in a fight while writing a screenplay.
0: And that's what you do, <laughs> you know? Gotta get those accents. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin's a one-on-one, you know?
1: Yeah. A master class. Oh, <laughs> God. How to How to fight three rounds in the middle of a screenplay. That's so crazy. The Scorsese master class. Verbal
0: and physical judo. judo. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> it's beautiful.
1: All right. Well, okay. So we've touched on Alex's insanity. Let's talk about yours. What's the most insane uh, moment you've had in and out of recovery?
2: Uh the uh, most insane, you know, most insane moment was the ten years I used. Right. right. Wow. I mean, that's that feels like. There's. I mean, I could pepper you, you with stories of like you know. Please do. <laughs> that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell us about the time. Come on. Um, Light the fireplace. God. Well, I mean, my so I would drink. Uh, that was my drug of choice, but also, if there was no alcohol available, I'd find other things to drink. you know there was
0: what was the preferred uh, alcohol you'd go for?
2: <laughs> um, a lot, a lot. <laughs> A lot, whatever whatever <laughs> container, whatever yeah. plastic. What container. kind of percy
1: bitch are you, Alex?
2: A lot. It was for utility. Hey, sir, I was what can like, I get you? Yeah, whatever the fuck yeah,
0: you got in a lot yeah. of.
2: There was no uh yeah, no top shelf. Uh, there was a lot of like just handles of whatever gin was on sale because gin's always uh, on gin's sale. Gin's always I used
1: to drink I was just thinking, I used to drink a lot of bottom shelf gin because yeah. my roommates wouldn't touch it and they were always getting into my shit. Yeah. And uh because I could afford it, it was on sale. It was easy to shop. Lift. There was and it's like classy. A lot of stuff about yep. It's a classy Liquor. No, gin is not. Bottoms up, no. No? James no. Bond drinks it. No, not when you're drinking it at like
2: 10.30 in the morning. Not when, uh, not the, not the, the when it comes
1: oh, okay. out of a plastic bottle and it right. has one of those like uh yeah, pour pl- restrictors uh-huh. and then you pop that out with a pocket knife, like a wow. gangster.
0: And has a big lock sticker knife, on the side. Bite that
2: shit off. <laughs> and <laughs> and oh, just really? it
1: across the room. Hala- like, around, Damn, I should put that savage. in the
2: script. Yeah. Uh, but then, when I couldn't afford, he, he just uh, tried to type notes on his phone.
1: Yeah. Uh, but um, his hand—he turned into a muppet though, and his hands just jiggled around. Nothing happened. Great, great,
2: great physical pit. Yeah, it was radio. great for a That's podcast. That's called space work on a podcast. <laughs> um, but his acting teacher would be very proud. So proud. Uh, oh but I would drink a lot of. Um, like rubbing alcohol and hand sanitizer, like mm. the Purell. At the point, at a certain point, I was just like squeezing bottles of that into my mouth throughout the day. Tight. Um Yeah, it was pretty dope. Um, uh, what else was pretty crazy? Uh, I stole a bulldozer high on NyQuil once. On NyQuil? Yeah, and alcohol. I got so. on a bulldozer and I turned it on and I started driving it and then I got off and we just drove a bulldozer for a while, which That's was like fun. You know, a where was this? Anything? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's where I grew up. Um, I mean not doze. <laughs> 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 what if I did? What if I just, like, I, like, you blacked out, came house. to, and there was just, like, a six-bedroom <laughs> two-car garage with a fountain out front. So, it's just, like, I don't know what I did. Yeah. But this is a beautiful home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that Day Cool commercial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So funny. Um. Yeah, I mean, there was just like a lot of that, but like most of my drinking and there was no people involved. There was not. I didn't. I isolated, and so like mm-hmm. much of my drug and alcohol use was just me locked in some room somewhere. Yeah. And only leaving to acquisition more alcohol or whatever I was doing, drinking till I blacked out, waking up, drinking till I blacked out, and just like sitting in a. Um, in in, in whatever room I was in with the TV watching West Wing DVDs. Hell yeah. Which was like, yeah, it's pretty rad. (laughs) Uh, But when I got sober, like I got to like watch it back. I was like, I don't remember how any of these episodes end. (laughs) Super exciting for me. Ends with me
0: in a bulldozer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you like it as much? Did I like the show. Yeah. yeah! It's a great show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like a little, tri- like the theme song was like a little triggering for the first couple of years. You know, wow. like the, like the. So that was so funny, weird. Like, you know, how, like, how some addicts can't, like, if they see sirens or hear sirens or see cop cars, they get nervous. I I hear the West Wing theme (laughs) song and I'm like, (sighs) Am I okay? Should I call my sponsor? (laughs) Is this where I'm supposed to be? Schmidt, hit the
0: West Wing cue. Okay.
2: (laughs) He's not there. (laughs) He just lets us drive the boat by ourselves. (laughs) Yay. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, Wasn't so, I just like locked myself away, you know. So it was just kind of like this when I think back, and it it was like it's like a 10 year nightmare. Just, yeah, just
0: all in Pennsylvania,
2: all in Pennsylvania, man.
0: Yeah, wild boy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, does that make it more wild because it's in Pennsylvania? I think so. Yeah,
0: because I think Pennsylvania is like prim and proper. That's what that's what I get when I think of Pennsylvania.
2: It's Philadelphia, is there. Is not prim and no, proper. No, yeah, Philadelphia is.
0: I'm geographically ignorant.
2: It's fine. <laughs> That's totally, it's totally fine. Um, but for the sake of the story, mm-hmm. it was very prim and proper. Mm. Everything about so we're in Pennsylvania, uh, a suburb of Philadelphia called Westchester. That's right. Like a affluent suburb of.
0: Yeah, see, wow, was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. was correct. <laughs>
2: Yes, so everyone was walking around in uh, top hats and monocles. Mm, mm, very good. While I was rolling down the street with my bottle of uh, $6 dry gin. Your, your clothes were all made of doily. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there goes the Dixon kid again. <laughs> he's like, he's only wearing a cummerbund. He's completely naked except for his cummerbund. This is highly inappropriate.
0: Why is this penis wearing a cummerbund
2: too? <laughs> I kind of like his penis cummerbund. <laughs> the top hat seems silly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh man,
1: that's a fun image. Um, <laughs> well, okay. How um, do how do you, how do you uh,
0: wait? Wait, insane moment outside of recovery. Uh-huh.
2: So many, so many insane moments. Right. So it's like um, most insane moment outside of recovery does it have to be negative or can it be positive or does it have to be either or like insane like like are you saying insane moments like addiction related I guess it's
1: like, it like moments of like I've definitely I've been clean long enough to make a, a way more mistakes clean than I have when I was using it, totally to the oh, point where like way worse way more painful amends totally
2: <laughs> um oh. I when I got checked into rehab, I was there for like three or four days, and I was like, I'm gonna like really turn my life around, and everything changes, and I'm I was super <laughs> excited about it. Aww. And then my ex girlfriend's checked into the rehab I was in.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, oh my God, I want you to or know, or girlfriend,
2: one or friend, two friends, friends, singular. Oh I'll singular. How, okay. Oof.
1: So many questions. How
2: long were you together? Um, like on and off for a couple years. How recent mm. was the breakup? Um, probably like a year or two old. Did
1: they know when they did her intake that you two were in a relationship? No. Well, because not at all. I mean, I've sh- had to sit down at like staff meetings where we've had to discuss like, so just so you know, uh, at our <coughs> men's house we're getting, you know, Brittany's uh, Ex boyfriend, um, we should discuss like a plan of either um, non non communication or blah 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 blah. Right. Like like we like that's a, like a real thing I've had to deal with in wow. in that field of like how do we keep them from like not fighting or fucking or a combination
2: <laughs> of that. Yeah, <laughs> nobody was available to do that for me because wow. I we kept it. So I'm like walking down the hallway and I walk past. Uh, there's this like little like in Cove where there was like um, couches and I just see her and I just freeze and I just keep walking. Whoa. And I'm just like, I'm not going to say fucking anything. Did, mm. She didn't say anything either. Really? Yeah. We both kept the DL Why? and we did Awkward. all the fighting and fucking, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: well, fantastic. Did you, were you guys ever discovered?
2: Uh, no. Did your
1: counselors? What?
2: Scandaloso. Yeah. Wow. I know.
1: I don't, Wow, how did they not know? I don't know.
0: Quiet fuckers.
1: How many people were in your facility?
2: Mm. probably like thirty or forty. Wow, and they missed it. Yeah. Well, we were doing. I mean, you worked in a rehab, you know. There's like a lot of like note passing yeah. and just kind of. So you don't really. That's why. You, I mean, you don't. You don't take from. You go like, mm, we should. You probably go like, those people might be fucking, but you don't go like oh they might be ex lovers who uh, happen to be in the same rehab <laughs> have, like, at the same time and have like a mm-hmm.
1: secret communication style based on their relationship Yes. Like, the
2: way that everybody does Right, right 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 Whoa. right
1: like morse
0: like morse code
2: how, yeah
1: how would you say that affected uh, your like early recovery
2: well, i just like threw it out the window i'm like yeah. oh well i'm in love now clearly i'm clearly. in love oh mm. just and how in star crossed lovers wow. the most intense you know <sighs> 10 days or whatever
1: Okay, so it was a detox.
2: No. No, I guess it must have been longer than that. I think
1: at the same time. She there.
2: left earlier than I did. Yeah. So she wasn't in for as long as I was. I was in there for thirty. I think she was in there for like two weeks. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well,
2: yeah, that was That's crazy. Really crazy. To be like to get sober. And then like <clears throat> because I had You know, you ascribe that as being like a sign from like your higher Mm -hmm. power or whatever. Like, oh, well, this is we're going to get we're going to fix each other
0: and we're
3: going to like
2: get fixed together. And when we get out of here, we're going to live together. And it's going to be so great and totally not. Completely destructive. I've had mm. so
1: many clients uh, when I, so I, I used to work in like like uh, lockdown treatment facilities, mostly with adolescents. And then I've worked in adult sober livings. And we would occasionally have somebody come in who was like, I went. I I fell in love, and we're together, and mm. our parents support us. And I need to go on past to see him. And in my head, I would just start the countdown clock. Like when is she gonna relapse? Because it's just Ooh. a matter of time. And not that I have any room to talk. I was in a relationship at thirty days to six years. But I knew at the end of that six years how absolutely insane I was. I have no idea how I didn't get loaded in all that time. And so that I like I would see people come in and out and it was just it seemed like the intensity of the environment of an enclosed space like an enclosed therapeutic space it kind of breeds like the ultimate codependent relationship oh, completely, <laughs>
2: completely. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> i mean you're all crying together you're all yeah you know finding yourself together like trying to and, and it just it's like summer camp it's like, romantic. A, like a mega yeah. Intense yeah. summer yeah. camp And there's no phones, no distractions. You just you're isolated with this person. And all you can do is
1: think about them because you don't want to think about
2: you. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you go like, oh, yeah. I mean, this is this is perfect. What was the
0: What was the moment that you realized you needed to check yourself in and clean yourself up?
2: It's a weird moment. I think I was, I was um, (laughs) at the time I was living in my cousin's attic. And I'd been drinking, you know, all day, every day for maybe like three months. Mm. And I was watching the John Adams (laughs) miniseries on HBO because I'm still a classy broad. (laughs) Yes, right. so classy. And I just, I ran out of whatever I was drinking. I think it was, you know, gin or tequila or something. And I was just like, all the money was gone. All the things were gone. And I just thought like... All right, well, you you have a choice here. Like, either you're just going to kill yourself right now, or, like, what if you do the thing you've always wanted to do and, like, try to become a comedian? What would that look like? Well, you need to be sober, and if you just do it and it doesn't work, you can just kill yourself later. If you kill yourself now, it's just lights out. Mm-hmm. But if you just go like, well, I can just always kill myself later.
1: Yeah.
0: And was this Paul Giamatti talking to you?
1: Yeah. Okay. It was, it was Paul Giamatti. The voice of nice God thing. is yeah. Paul Giamatti <laughs> dressed as Benjamin Franklin. I knew it. I knew it.
2: Uh, yeah. So, <coughs> so I just uh, checked myself into rehab and was like, this is the thing I'm going to do. And it's like. It was kind of great because it's like, you know, living life with the cheat code on. It's like, well, wow. when you're truly liberated from not giving a shit about whether you're alive or not and you try to do something, I mean, it's it was great because it's like... That's a great way to put it. Like, it's w- like,
0: yeah. It is like having a fucking cheat code because yeah. you can see everything. Yeah. You can see, hear, feel everything. And that's something that we want to turn off as a society a lot yeah i don't want to do this or i don't want to do that or i don't want to deal with this and it's kind of cool you know not to give a fuck but when you give a fuck and you're enjoying it and you split the difference you're you're playing a grown person's game wow i like it that's cool sorry i'll just yeah
1: that was amazing (laughs) you're amazing you're amazing oh no um, I'd like to make a correction. I meant John Adams. All right, here we go. Um, I, I, was, I was like, I'll just let You're so sweet. Um, I, I felt my brain go, no, you dummy. That's the name of the show.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
1: need a nap.
0: <laughs> I know it's Paul Giamatti. Giamatti sounds funnier.
1: <laughs> to be fair, he looks like all the founding fathers. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, okay, so with that in mind, because it's such a big decision, when did you first go on stage then?
2: I went on stage about uh, a year later. So that was, I was in Philadelphia and I moved to Chicago to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> it's a good
1: place to do it. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, the suggestion was like, I thought about moving to New York or Los Angeles at that point, but then like the recommendation from uh, people was like, starting in like not the biggest uh you know places to do those things yet like tr- like train get good yeah. and then move to one of those places. yeah oh
0: <clears throat> damn chicago is the perfect place to like mm-hmm. you know sh- strike the iron that's great
2: yeah and it's like all my heroes uh, came out of second city and mm-hmm. it just felt like the right the right move Stephen colbert amy poehler tina fey all these people mm-hmm. bill murray john belushi all these people walked into that building, and they walked out, and they were who they were. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'll, "I'll start there." Nice. Yeah.
1: What? Um, you seem to make very clear decisions. It seems like you make decisions. How do you make decisions? <laughs> Damn, I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Could you Bars. do
2: that again? Help me. Help me, Alex. <laughs> well, the thing I do is I make clear decisions. God I make dammit. decisions. How,
1: okay. So the third step. All right. Let's, okay. Okay. Hold on. I'm just trying to be coy. So the third step is a decision-making step. So how do you make decisions in your life?
2: hello (laughs) (laughs) that's what I meant go Uh, how do I make decisions I um, I try to think about them okay which I don't think that you know for years you don't yeah it's true and I mean, it's That's seems what I was trying small. to say is you're
1: not passive in your decision
2: making process.
1: Right. Mm. I, you have Responding, to. Responding,
2: not reacting. Right. Well, it has to be. And that's like a trained thing, right? That's yeah. like a thing that we learn to do because I, I think it's like um, there's the reaction, which is at zero. And then there's like what you do with that reaction. It's like you just. How do I articulate this where so I don't sound like a fucking idiot? Um, Hey, listen. The bar for
1: fucking idiots so low
2: right now in this podcast. I'm literally right here. Just just like Like, Paul Giamatti is Benjamin Franklin. That's right. I have to. He's so
0: so Giamatti. Leave Giamatti alone. All right. Okay. So I'm being bullied. Help. uh,
2: uh, So so imagine your reaction to a thing. What you actually do is at zero. And then processing what you're going to do Mm. for addicts, I think, is like at two. It's like you can't – we spend so much time like processing the thing we just did is the point. It's like when you're an addict, it's like, I'm going to do this thing right now. And then thinking about it later. Yes. And it's like the whole point of such a big part of my recovery has been like scooting that fucking bar to, like, process the thing before you do it. Think about the thing mm-hmm. before mm. you do it. Make the decision, like, before you, like, make an excuse for a decision you've already made. Yeah. Oh, oh it's wow. the story of my life. It's, mm. it's, like, so hard. I have, like... For, for, no, for, like, people who... I think a lot of people struggle with it, but I just feel like so much of, like, being an addict, for me at least, is, like, I feel like... I started at like negative four yeah, and it's Mm -hmm. like you work and you work and you work and you work and you work to get back to zero where like other people who don't have to deal with the same stuff we do gets to start their life. And it's like, okay, well then, then life begins. And now it's like, now I have to also on top of my own personal journey and recovery, I now have to live a life that's that's like because the world generally doesn't give a fuck. Like it, that, I'm, you know. That I, have, I
1: think they don't give a fuck until they see the innovation we bring to the table because our brains inherently work a little bit differently. Yeah. And our ability to, um, our ability to subsist during our lowest times uh, gives us a resourceful nature that. Other people just don't have, I and a resilience that other people just don't have. Like, look at look at the day of the election, the day of the, the the day after the election. Everybody in my life was like, "What are we gonna do? How should I feel?" Mm-hmm. And um, or even the the and 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 what my program tells me to do is to feel hope and to feel okay and to feel my feelings, but to know that like there's a tool set in front of me I literally said to somebody I was like baby we made it I made it through the bush years and only lost one tooth we'll be fine we'll be fine like we will like it's gonna be um, I think I think that we're we're taught a little bit extra to make up for to the the road that we travel to get back to zero the way that you said to get us to ground zero I think that road that we travel um, has a lot of lessons in it that um, enrich our experience moving forward.
2: I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, you know, when I watch zombie shows, it, like part of me always thinks, like in the events of a real zombie apocalypse. The Earth is going to be populated by like recovered addicts. Because we're going to be the motherfuckers who, yes. who are just like, it's okay. My life was like this for 25 years. I got. This. I have a plan actually in place for this exact occasion.
1: I got a homegirl who used to do bath salts. I know exactly what to do. Yeah. Yeah. We got
0: this. A fu- and I'm actually a functioning zombie. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's true. It's true. And I think even outside of times of crisis, I'm sure you've experienced this. You'll be in the workplace. You'll be writing something. You'll be doing something with standard. Up and somebody will say, Oh, I never would have thought of it that way, or like, Oh, wow, it's the that suit up and show up thing. Yeah, it's like, Oh man, you're worth your work ethic, or you're this, or you're that. People start telling you compliments about yourself that you that I personally can't internalize. But yeah, they'll just start saying, like, Oh man, you're a really great listener. And it's like, Well, yeah, because I've been taught that when I ask someone how they're doing to really mean it because. When you ask someone how they're doing in a meeting, they're going to tell you how they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like for real. Mm-hmm. And so um I feel like that little extra something kind of carries us through.
2: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's
0: yeah. the most surprising thing you've learned about yourself
2: in re- in recovery? Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm capable, that I'm not a fucking that I'm not one thing. Mm, you know? Like when you're, when I was in active addiction, like, it's like oh, I'm a fucking loser. That's just what I am. Yeah. That's I'm gonna be dead soon, and I'm a loser, and I'm useless. And then you learn that you Ooh, do you feel that. have something to offer, and you have insight, and also, you you know I'm sometimes like. <clears throat> Like learning to love yourself, you know? You just have to it's like it's very difficult process, but the more time that goes by that I'm sober, that I'm that I work on myself. I guess I'm surprised that I uh am starting to love myself more as the years go on. I'm starting to be yeah. like, you know, for most of my life my relationship with myself has been like like a like a bad roommate. You know, we're just like, yeah, he's, you know, he's got his issues. He pays utilities on time. I don't want to live with this guy forever. Like, that's how I felt (laughs) about me. Um, And now, more so, it's like um, just having, I'm surprised that I'm capable of, um, I mean, just anything. I mean, I was in rehab, and I remember the first thing they do is they took my shoelaces to not (laughs) kill myself with Mm -hmm. them. I was like, it's very clever. (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) touche, touche. And I remember when I left rehab, I got my shoelaces back. And I remember there was this moment where there was a certain amount of pride in that, where I got, I was like, wow, I can be trusted to have my own shoelaces. Mm -hmm. And, It seems ridiculous now, but at that time, in that moment when you have nothing, when everything is lost, when you are at your absolute bottom, it's like that is a tremendous victory. That was a huge victory. And I think as I move forward, I try not to lose sight of that. You know, like I try to remember there was a time I was grateful to have my shoelaces. Oof. And so when I when I get fucked up about, you know, I'm on, you know, a set of a fucking TV show and something's happening, we're just like, like, oh, why aren't there, you know they took the food down da- they took crafty down too early and I haven't eaten anything since it's like <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> you were grateful for the yeah. you have shoelaces, you piece of shit. Yeah. And so Throw a cliff Bar in your bag next right. time. Right, <laughs> exactly. Stop being or a little dumb bitch about it, and right. deal with it. Um, so I guess I'm I'm surprised that I'm capable of uh, remembering that after you know ten years or so.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Wow,
0: how honest are you with yourself and others? on like a one to 10 or percentage wise whatever you feel
2: try to be i try to be 100 you know but it's like you it's hard it's always a challenge and with there's all these like old highways in your brain from addiction that were like the easily traveled highways of like deceit 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 mm-hmm. and those highways are still in my head i just try to put roadblocks up over them mm-hmm. they are still in my brain like if I'm lazy or tired, I, I feel the urge to just be like, whatever, just like, like, what are you doing today? Do you want to hang out? Uh, no, I have a, I have a, I have a meeting to go to at work at whatever. If I don't like that's the easy way to do And it's relatively harmless, right. For maybe for other people, for me, that's like, again, it's like a game of whack-a-mole. It's like, it's like, you can't let things pop up. You can't let, you know, cause you start doing that. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, what else? Like, this is easy. Mm-hmm. And then you can just like ride this wave of, and then, and then you're back to where you started from again. Yeah,
0: you add up all those resentments.
2: Right. And it's, and it's destructive. And so even with small shit, you try to be as like honest as possible. And I'm not a perfect person, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I definitely make mistakes, but I, Try to always be aware of it and get better and correct mistakes I've made. And, you know, there's, I remember waking up in rehab the first day, <clears throat> feeling like uh, the first night, like, okay, over the past 24 hours, if I started my new life mm-hmm. 24 hours ago, mm-hmm. I have done everything right in this 24-hour period. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have that moment of, like, at least until right now, I have not bucked anything up. And you just it's that's like a very that's an amazing feeling to have. That's like a nine or ten day right there. Uh, but then, you know, turns out you're human Mm -hmm. and you live a few weeks and a few Mm -hmm. months and a few years. And then it's like, well, I fucked up there. I made a mistake there. I I lied there. I was dishonest. I was, you know, I was emotional and acted on my emotions. I was like inconsiderate. I was like and you and then and then it's like a new ball game, right? It's not about being perfect. It's learning how to uh, forgive yourself, forgive other people, and to correct as many mistakes as you possibly can, and move forward, and to try to learn from your mistakes. We historically, I've been a person who uh, uh, during my addiction, uh, you know, the whole point was to not learn from the mistakes, because if you learn from the mistakes you just made, then you don't get your drug of choice anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's you know, you spend so many years blocking that out, that you know it's like relearning so many things. I remember when I, when I was in rehab, uh, one of my counselors was like, "You you stop, uh, you kind of stop growing emotionally at whatever age you started really using it." And so, I think about that and I go like, "Well, I started like really using it at like fourteen.
1: it was thirteen. Yeah, and yeah. then I
2: like got sober at twenty three, and it's like." And the way you react to things and the way you feel mm-hmm. and just like these emotional and there's, there's, there's some truth to that where you just like emotionally need to catch up. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's still part of me. It's like, I'm 34 and I'm just trying to catch up to like behaving like a full grown man. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is really hard sometimes.
1: Yeah. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> wow. Sometimes, sometimes my friends, especially all my friends in comedy are a little bit younger than me. And they'll look at me like, you know, like I'm supposed to have an
2: answer. And I'm like, yeah, another so for you. <laughs> like I'm here at 10 o'clock at night at, uh, the improv with you too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Clearly we don't make right awesome <laughs> decisions.
1: <laughs> exactly. exactly.
0: So how do you experience anxiety?
1: Um,
2: What do you mean by...
1: Like like fear and anxiety, you know? How do you you deal with it?
2: Well, usually I... It's like a lot of just reminding myself that my feelings aren't the truth and they Mm -hmm. don't mean that that is the fact of the universe. And even though it feels like that, just know that, you know, and I, I get anxious about insane things like i I feel uncomfortable if I'm not anxious, and I think that's the problem, right the more the more you the more you recover, the more you get in your life, the more things that come to you, uh, whether it be you know personal relationships or money or success or anything like that, it's you know, there's the fear of of losing a thing, which is actually for me a relatively new sensation. like I've just never. You know, for years as a comedian, when you're, like, renting a room and you have, like, a mattress and, like, I was living off of, like, a pot of coffee. Like, I'd make a pot of coffee at the beginning of the week and just drink because I couldn't afford to dump out any coffee. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, when you have nothing to lose, your anxieties are kind of, like, I was comfortable there. Yeah, That's that's what I'm so used to. Like, that Mm -hmm. wasn't hard. That was, like... It's like, oh, it must have been so hard living like that. It's like, no, when you have nothing at all, that's yeah. that's easy. You have nothing to lose. But the the older I get, and the more I start thinking about like wanting to like maybe like settle down or have a family or like buy a house someday or like do do things that I want to do in my life. Ooh. That's you get anxious because are yeah. like, you know, there's still always part of me that goes like fuck dude like someone wouldn't even give you sho- shoelaces 10 years ago like are you <laughs> sure you're ready to do this thing you don't want keys to a house
0: <laughs> <You> know, so <laughs> you hang yourself with the
2: keys yeah <laughs> <laughs> I try to do that, and it's like the little knot on the exactly. key ring. It's like, he hard.
1: had a really long lane it.
2: <laughs> it was tied in a crazy
1: way. I've never seen anything like it. Oh,
2: uh, it broke like the second time I tried. R- R- um, Real Navy SEAL stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he
1: was a Boy Scout. Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, I just try to remind myself that, like, try to suss out, like, when I think of my anxieties, go, like, well, how much of this is just because I am who I am and how much of this is like reasonable things to be anxious about and also how I can be proactive about changing that what I can do like if I'm anxious about like oh you know I haven't talked to this friend in a while and we haven't texted and I feel like he hasn't talked to me in a while and he hasn't mm-hmm. liked any of my Instagram posts oh and my the, like a year, it's like Oh, that's my struggle. <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> I am like, struggle, oh, man. my friends
1: don't love me anymore. That's now I gotta worry about a it.
2: I'm Jeez. humiliated by the amount of times I will go to somebody's Instagram and check to see if they're still following me. Like like <laughs> oh, just like, so oh, weird. what if this person that's like I have so much anxiety about that? And it's it's like, what are you talking
1: about? I got so weird about um, uh, while I was sick over the last year, I got so weird about looking over the fence into other people's yards and, like, like checking to see what was going on and not staying in my lane that I actually unfollowed most of my friends on Instagram mm-hmm. and followed. Drag queens, tiny food, corgis, and fashion
3: blogs.
1: (laughs) And I basically told them like it's not personal. I just got crazy because I would get I would get on and I would be like, well, fuck her for doing that show. And it's like, nah, I was really sick. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way I could have done the work to even get on that show. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know, so like, um, yeah. So you never know why someone might unfollow you. It might not be because. It might be because they love you and their head is being a gangster and they have Mm -hmm. to shut
2: their head down. Right. Also, it's like, again, (laughs) go back to like number one on that list, like not my control. Not my control. Has nothing to do with anything I'm controlling in this universe because I control very little and just resigning to the fact that like, well, that like why are you still thinking about that? And Move if we follow forward. each
1: other on Instagram, I won't unfollow you. We'll I see. Prom- yeah. We'll I- see. I, I will check every
2: day. I-, I promise. <laughs> I, knew that sh- I knew this shit would happen. Yeah. I knew- yeah. She la- told
1: she- me up front. <laughs> she
2: liked 200 corgi pics today and I posted a photo. She didn't even like that.
1: I- Tiny food. Tiny food is better than me. <laughs> Tiny food's adorable. I followed a drag queen's dogs Instagram today. That's the level wow. I'm at right now.
2: That's hardcore. That's I know.
0: friggin' Jedi.
2: <laughs> you know what you should do? You know what's really fun is there's uh, on Instagram there's these you've probably seen them there's these sand cutting um, Instagram pages where it'll just be like a meticulously placed like a um, block of sand and just a knife cutting through it it makes it a nice like tss- Really? I've never seen
1: this. Oh, it's, oh, that's the ASMR stuff.
2: Yeah, it'll yes. it'll blow your mind. F- okay, <laughs> wait, what I is a, what is ASMR?
1: It's basically um, it? sound, uh, sounds and um, motions uh, recorded uh, that bring people calm. Oh. So, did I get it? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically like a lot of people uh, are triggered by. Uh, are not triggered, but like they feel this sensation when they listen to people with accents. Like my sponsor mm-hmm. loves people who talk quietly with accents. Mm-hmm. So she'll watch a lot of those videos when she's feeling very anxious. Mm-hmm. And mine Solid is out, I think. like the BBC shipping <laughs> forecast. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? If I get really anxious, <laughs> I had this app that used to play the shipping forecast but like as read by like i can't remember his name cuz i can't remember anything right now shipping but forecast. he what? would read the shipping forecast and it would knock me out and then they took it off the app so now i just listen to the bbc shipping forecast like once a day
2: really yeah that's awesome
1: because when you <laughs> listen to it and and I actually I just I was at New Year's um somebody from the UK was there and we were we were talking I just I mentioned it to him and he said well that's really amazing because if you think about it you're connecting on a st- like he was such a weirdo, but you're connecting <laughs> on a on a level where you're you're you. It's basically where somebody gets on the radio once a day and everyone listens to it, where everyone knows like the weather and sea conditions of an entire nation. So it's oh, like you're connecting is. with that entire nation's
2: like condition.
1: Okay, and I was like, okay. all right, it feels lofty. I'll take it. Yeah, it's not
2: just a weird thing I do. Well, also it's like it's soft talking, but it's also. Yes. Experts telling you, like, this is what's happening, we know what's going on, and I have no Everything idea what they're telling me. It doesn't matter, <laughs> See, doesn't I... matter. I'll listen to sports podcasts sometimes. Yes. Okay, I don't yes. like, I don't particularly like sports, but when I mm-hmm. hear expert opinion on yes. things that are like, I'm like, oh, somebody knows what's happening here on yeah. earth. Yep. Someone's in control. Somebody knows what's going on.
1: My sponsor used to listen to AM radio in the car, mm-hmm. but it, not like the crazy AM radio. Just sports. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. You'll find a thing. You'll start getting. You'll get to a point where you start developing strange oh, habits it. to right. keep. What's yours? I will f-
2: Let's we'll no, I know, it. I know what yours is. What yours is, is roommates fist fighting um, <laughs> on YouTube. Just like There's audio, like a podcast
1: just, of bump right, fights. This right, right. <laughs> is the roommate yeah. section of World Star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> World Star. <laughs> oh my God. It,
0: very close. It is Sopranos.
1: The Sopranos? I will listen yeah. to
0: the Sopranos and just Tony talking and fucking all the Italians. Oh. Are just, yeah, and, and then I'll just put in my headphones and then it'll put me right to bed, but then I'll have like the most vivid dreams.
2: Yeah. And like oh.
0: Last night I had a dream that I had a mistress. <laughs> I was like, and then I woke up, I was like, no, I don't. And then I saw my iPhone still playing the Sopranos and I was like, oh man, oh, I gotta make an amends.
1: Here's, <laughs> I challenge you to this. Huh. If you go home and Google, like YouTube, Italian speaking softly. Oof.
0: Oof.
3: You Music will to my
1: find ears. a video of an Italian person speaking softly.
0: Ooh, I like it. That's
1: a thing. Oh or my God. or like those people who do this they do the squid the kids like the videos yep, of the squishy slime stuff I follow slime. like
2: 10 slime accounts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah it's very satisfying. Yeah. It's very satisfying. And then
0: you wake up with gout.
2: <laughs>
0: Italians get
2: gout. <laughs> they do. This is a very racist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel comfortable
0: being <laughs> here. You triggered, <laughs> you triggered Two, you're
3: yeah, triggered two now? people
1: of color just Trigger. challenging you. <laughs> you're not like them challenging it. you. Like comfortable? That's crazy. What um what are been like the hardest defects to let go of?
2: Um hmm It'll help me as if we can talk about yours.
1: Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Okay. Especially recently. Um. Judgment. Um. Hmm. Um. Envy.
2: Yeah. Mm, big one. Uh, That's
1: a good one. And both of them are fear-based. Everything's fear-based. It's a lack of not having enough resource or enough what what i found especially in comedy is everyone seems to be guarding their resources Hmm. like their maslow's hierarchy of needs are not met you know what i mean they're like if i don't get on this show i'm gonna die and it's like no it's it's your your um your food water shelter safety are met your emotional needs are mostly met hopefully right you know um and you can move you can slip into that self-actualization if you'd stop uh looking over the fence and and experiencing envy um self uh self-hatred like self-deprecation yeah um lack of acceptance um let me see. But
0: also like book us, like we're available. Everybody.
1: Yeah, like book us for, yeah, sure.
0: for
1: sure. For like, sure, book us. Like we're so bookable. For sure. We got, um, we
0: got those hot minutes for you.
1: Hot minutes. Um uh yeah. Um pride, ego?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a lot of those. I have mm-hmm. a lot of ego, a lot of um uh you know, self dislike. Mm -hmm. Uh, just you know just very generally speaking like uh, a lot of just general shame um, which goes into like not liking myself too much all the time yeah Um, yeah, I mean that's those are the I think that's a big one for me it's like shame just general shame of like who I am where I came from like I had a don't like a my I, my childhood was a disaster my my dad left when I was 5 my mom killed herself when I was 12 they were both addicts they met in rehab wow. which not surprisingly I am mm-hmm. a comedian um
1: my parents met at a meeting Did they really? Yeah okay. I, I, I grew
2: I grew up in I grew up in meetings Me too Yeah um so there's always like a certain amount of like No matter how far I make it in whatever, in my professional life or personal life, there's always this kind of feeling of like being a little bit outside. Mm. Like if I am like dating somebody and I go to their like family for like Thanksgiving or something, there's always this feeling of like. I see a family. I see people like eating. I see the shorthands yeah. of families, and it's like, oh, Ooh, yeah. they always do. You know, your dad always does. Oh, you know, get your mom's blank. It's underneath the sink. It's. And it's like, it feels like, like that, like those Norman Rockwell paintings that like. He, like a house in winter time peering through a window and you see the family at the table eating I feel like I'm like the guy standing outside of the house yeah eating, despite being like at the table you know yeah mm-hmm. um so it's like and there's like some shame in that there's just shame and feel in for me and like going like I'm'm I'm, I'm wearing clothes I'm I have a job but I don't feel normal I don't think they know I'm not normal mm-hmm. everyone knows I'm not like them. I'm alone. Mm. You know. Do
1: you check in like with with some with a
2: person all the time? I do it all the time. Always and forever. And Always. I yeah. I've even like you know, said this Did I
1: seem weird at dinner? Did that seem weird to you? Was yeah. that weird? Was it too dark? All the when time. they asked me about my mom and I told them the truth, did I bum everybody out? Yep.
2: <laughs> that is yep, all the time. Yep. All the time and forever and you know even the people I'm around who I talk to about this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I go like, Is this too much? Am I too much? Is this okay? I do you feel am I am I not all day every day. Am I done. dumping mm-hmm. too much stuff on you right now? It's okay if I am. I and mean, which which is actually a quality that most people find um uh kind of great. Really? We're just like, okay. you know, the I always co- feel
1: like I'm burdening people when mm-hmm. I say that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: I think people really like it. Most people really like I find it very useful in uh, in work and in mm. business where you're just like, okay, well what's the thing? Like this is how I f- this is what I'm thinking. So f- how do you, how are you reacting to this right now? Yes. We're just like, well, you know, you can kind of yeah. like suss things out. There's not too much left on the table.
1: Right. I have to know where my hyper vigilance will drive me insane. Please <laughs> right, exactly. tell me a trauma exactly. can happen at any second. Right. <laughs> so,
2: you were playing with your phone for minute three through nine of this meeting, and I need to know what you were actually thinking during that time. <laughs> were you texting somebody that I'm like not good enough? You're thinking that I'm like shouldn't I be here? You think I mean I don't know what's happening. You should tell me what's happening. Also I'm like really scared, and I should probably get to a meeting right now. Uh, so do I get the promotion or is it not? And they're like that's 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 life. That's really
1: funny. You've had two moments. I've trying to write a spec for the show Mom. And you've had two moments that reminded me, there was a moment where she said in one episode, just offhand to her sponsor was just like, I really do catastrophize everything. And I yeah. was like, oh, yeah. that's a, uh, oh.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then um, she literally did have a, a conversation with her boss at one point where she's asking for a promotion and ends up getting fired and she's pouring sweat right. and it sounds just like that. That, that's like, so well, funny. I kind of, I mean, I just kind of, but that's so funny, there's, um, um yeah so uh yeah I experienced I I went home for the holidays with my uh significant other and his family um the matriarch of the family is a perfectionist like mm-hmm. or actually I wouldn't say she is a perfectionist I'd say that she dabbles in being a perfectionism that's uh, so there's I don't want to judge her as a person <laughs> right. but there's a lot of perfect everything Right. and um And I was so nervous and it does feel you captured exactly the way it feels like I'm going to use that the next time. I go with him, just, yeah. just be like, just so you know how I experience this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because wonderful. Norman
0: Rockwell painting. Do you see it? I brought it with me. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like if I showed you pictures of the home, it checks out. Yeah. Like, it Checks <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I and mean, like, I'm sorry. Should I have not brought the painting? <laughs> just
1: checking it. In. Yeah. It's. Um. But yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's the thing.
2: Yeah. Um, totally. And you know, that's it's lonely feeling, and so I think that we you know do our best to just like as long as we continue to be weirdos and like say out loud like am i okay is this okay okay. (laughs) usually if it's a good significant other they'll be like hey you're fine you're You're great Mm -hmm. and i understand why you feel like this and you're doing great yeah um but you you know yeah no thank you thank you thank you thank you When you were punching your roommate, were you like, is this okay? Is this this fine? Is this this okay? okay? Is this too hard? Is this, am I doing this okay? (laughs) Are my knuckles too sharp? This reminds me of a Norman Rockwell painting. (laughs) (laughs) Do you smell the cinnamon in the air? Oh
1: my God. That's crazy. All right. Forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You've had a lot happen in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. My parents are both passed away. I get it. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry for everything that's happened with you. I'm more sorry. Let's when we're together, let's all be sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry so for the both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a hug, Jesus. <laughs> but um, yeah, I get it, man. How do you, with all that on your plate, and I, and I, and I'm saying this from a knowing place because I had to really slog through it. How do you experience forgiveness? Hmm.
2: That one's actually, I yearn for it so much, and I think I give it very freely. I um, I I have I feel so much guilt. Mm. Um, I feel bad about. Just about everything.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All yes. the time. Yeah. I
2: feel very guilty for everything. Yes. Things that are not my fault. <laughs> yes. I, f- I feel personally responsible for Donald Trump as a <laughs> heterosexual white male. I feel like I somehow made him exist. I feel bad what? for I watched iTanya and I felt like. Did you watch that movie yet?
1: I haven't. I haven't. So it's good. on my.
2: I felt so bad for Tanya Harding. I'm like, I did this. I yeah. made this. I made this media mess. Mm-hmm. I am responsible. And I take the personal responsibility for that.
1: Meanwhile, you're how old?
2: Uh, Three, four.
1: Okay. So I was, you know,
2: what, seven, eight, nine, ten? I don't you're even know a little younger than me. You had nothing to do with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, why no, is that lady no, on the did. news yeah, a you lot? Did.
2: You gave her the crowbar. I did kneecap that lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean I. <laughs> that would make a very
1: fun movie, and a child's in it. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I Home know alone with the crowbar. I think like okay. um um, you know, when you've been a person who's been sick for a long time, I think when other people do things that are, you know, unhealthy or sick, you, I I feel like for me at least, I go like, yeah, I've been there before. And like, you know, if somebody lies or is like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me not to remember that, you know, I've usually done worse and to kind of, I think I'm like really good at forgiving people. I don't hold things for very long because I, I just, it's not worth it for me it just like whenever i feel like really angry at somebody for something i just like well, what for like what is this what do i what do i how are you at forgiving what? yourself, though? So bad. Mm. Mm. There you go. So bad. <laughs> everyone else is fine. Yeah. Everyone else is fine. <laughs> yeah, No matter what, everyone else is fine. Mm-hmm. Also because I'm responsible for everything wrong that's ever mm. happened. Don't you know. Since 1983 when I, was, uh, when I burst into existence. Uh, <laughs> no, even before that. Don't worry. Really? Fuck. Those well, because you were for, conceived
1: yeah. probably in '82.
2: We, we oh forgive you God. for the Vietnamese War. Oh no, no! Oh no! I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry to you. Like MTV was invented in '82. That's on you. Oh
2: no! Fetal you. It was me. George Michael was me. I <laughs> I made him. I created him. Wham! Um, no, I. Uh, but that's that's where the work comes in. You know, it's like. Uh, like, reminding myself, like, hey, dude, you can be a fucking human and you're allowed to be imperfect if you, like, learn from stuff and also you deserve love and you deserve mm-hmm. mm. to be loved and the the vehicle in which I go through that is I think about my, like, five-year-old self, like, my kid version of myself and I, like, I have so much love for that person You know? Mm. Yeah. And trying to go like, Well, you that's you, dumb shit. Like you are that kid. Like you're like I feel so bad for you know, that kid who was just like, you know, liked macaroni and cheese and like watching Ghostbusters and all the shit he had to go through. But like reminding myself that like that's 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 you, buddy. (laughs) Like you went through that and you're doing your best with and you're trying. That's yeah. all we can do, right? We're we're trying. I'm trying. So, but that's difficult. That's a challenge, and it's day to day. Yeah, you know,
1: that's amazing. Yeah, I I had a experience like that when um, when I first started getting outside help. When I first started going to therapy, because I resisted it for a very long time. I had to be marched into therapy by a sponsor. She was like call this number or don't ever call me again because mm. you are stuck. <laughs> you mm. you need professional help. And um, there was a picture, there's a school picture of me and um, I think I'm about five and my mom forgot that it was picture day and also forgot to take care of me at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I have... And my hair was straight when I was young for reasons. I don't know why it got curly as I was older, but I have these bangs that are uneven and crazy. And then my hair is like like, coming out in... Different tufts here and there, and I'd been in an accident where all my teeth got knocked out. So I had all these silver teeth when I was a kid, and I'm wearing a bright yellow, like '80s, like collared shirt with like a blue stripe. Right, I just look red, and it's all wrinkly. I've clearly been wearing it for a couple of days, and I'm going. I'm smiling so big you Aww. can't even see the whites of my eyes. they completely disappeared. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited that someone is taking my picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's real joy. Right. That's right. A real joy. Yeah. Because Jeez. that kid yeah. didn't give a fuck that no one no one told me to brush my teeth. Right. Because why? They're all metal anyway. Yeah. No one <laughs> yeah. no one gave a like no one cared. Oh like, and 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 I was just totally okay with like all the little things I once heard. It was actually my grand sponsor sharing a meeting. she was like, "If you want to know how deep this disease goes for me, I once started panicking, like how self-centered I can get. I once started panicking about what to wear to a funeral. There is that is a thing that is so not about me, <laughs> right? You know, and that and I tried it like when you were describing that, I was like, oh yeah, because there was a while where I hung that picture on the wall, mm. and I was like, that little girl don't give a fuck. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I need
1: to see that picture. By I'll the way. show it to you. It's really, <laughs> I just think do. it's like on my Instagram. It's really funny. It's like one of my favorite pictures of myself because I just look. And that is that is the real childhood right there. Yeah, it's like the real me.
0: But so. also look sharp for a wedding.
1: Oh yeah. Wait what?
0: <laughs> no, no, just the whole like wondering what you're gonna wear to a wedding. To F- F- a wedding or a, a funeral? Jeez, funeral. Th- there are,
1: are. you thinking about your wedding pod? right now? No. I'm gonna wear a barrel with straps to your wedding. <laughs> Only beers you fucked up when your teeth. are missing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You
0: show up looking like that. I'm gonna oh, pull cell.
1: my mouth back and show everybody that missing tooth. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I wanna see that
0: silver grill.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: crazy. That's. a <laughs> But um, not to make it about me, but I just related so hard to what you just said. That's beautiful. I mean,
2: that's silver teeth. I didn't know that that was a thing they did.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. when they not they when um, Latino children end up with this a lot because just for whatever it's it's like a status thing to put metal in your mouth in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of Latino children with like metal in their mouth. But if you're like me and you get in a, a playground accident and you knock all your teeth out, they just cap them in. Yeah. And then they cap them in so well, they don't come out. So you Oof. have a couple awkward years of extra teeth mm, <laughs> that <fuck>. are shiny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I look like Jaws from James Bond, as my dad used to yeah. call me. <laughs> be like, look, Mija, you look like Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, ah! to go
2: play oh my god that's so
1: amazing yeah but um yeah how um what's been your like weirdest amends i have a feeling you're a guy who makes amends for things and people are like I don't even remember that thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Oh, I, I, <laughs> Tanya Harding's like, why are you here? <laughs>
2: what are you doing here? We need to talk. <laughs> Come outside. There's a guy apologizing. Leave my family alone. <laughs> no, we. I need to say <laughs> sorry. Uh,
1: I want to like blow everything off and just go see Tanya tonight. I it. I it's want so to good, dude. See that dude. movie? So fucking bad. It's so though. fucking good.
2: Um... uh Like like, I do the thing where I apologize for things that happens when I was like 13 or 14. I was hanging out with this, this, (laughs) this kid and he put on a um, Backstreet Boys CD and I was like, what are you, gay? This shit's so, this shit's so gay. You're, You're gay. Dude. Dude, fucking Gay. And then like, you know.
1: This is so funny because guys, to get a visual of this man, if you were like woke whiteman <laughs> a woke man is what you look like. So you're just walking up to somebody being like, What are you gay? Dude, it's the funniest gay. Thing. With like
2: with like by the way, my like follow up CD would have been like, dude, put on Limp Biscuit. Put on some fucking no. Limp Biscuit, bro.
0: That's straight as fuck.
2: Right? He's, he's fat. Yeah. He's, Fred Durst is fat. Um he's an offensive
1: toe of a man
2: but like 20 you know then I like you know grew into a human adult who had like I was like oh right that's probably not cool and like that's not and of course he was for sure the gayest man um, <laughs> oh of all God. time and, he was like what
1: do you mean <laughs>
2: and so like I apologize I like sent him a Facebook message I was like hey man uh, like this thing happened when we were kids I'm like, I felt really bad about it and I you gay, which is uh, nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I was, like, really Mickey. aggressive with you and, like, not cool, and I apologize for that. And then he didn't write back. And so, like, for three more years, I would write him once a year and be like, hey, man, I don't know if you remember this, but I'm really sorry about the thing. Oh, my <laughs> it's God. It's like, obviously, like, not was interested. It seen? Was it seen by him? Did he see the message? Yeah, oh yeah, he for oh. sure. And he, like, followed me on social media and stuff. He probably saw it was like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to <laughs> like, respond. Like, I, I'm not, like, mm-hmm. this isn't. Like, whatever reasons anyone has, but again, like, again, not my control. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to take control of this situation and continue to apologize until <sighs> he says anything to me. And he still hasn't, and I'm going to message him later today. And no!
1: <laughs> like, mm.
0: You should open uh, up with, uh, I know you're busy being
1: gay and all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, know you're um, super-doer gay. I, I'd like to apologize for
2: uh, messaging you
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> once a year.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's, like, a thing that, like, you know... I worked with my sponsor with when I was doing my my amends and just being like, I was like, I need to apologize to every ex girlfriend who I've ever broken up with. He was like, No, some
1: <laughs> of them you need to never talk to again.
2: Jonah, yeah, like, <laughs> do exes that for a reason. For sure, it's like, a terrible idea. Uh, <laughs> you so, will only cause harm. <laughs> so it's like learning how to like, you know, writing that stuff down and knowing that like, I it's not helpful to that. It's like at a certain point, sometimes amends are more for you than they are for the other person. You need to like know that (laughs) there's some people you just can't reach out to. Um, But, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of great amends, you know, with, you know, my grandma and other people growing up in my life where I was like, Hey, I did a lot of really terrible things growing up and wasn't a great grandson. And, stole mm-hmm. money from you and was not mm-hmm. great, and I'm sorry. And then she's like, you're my son. And, like, I raised you in the moment I saw you. I was like, I knew that you were going to be – And then so it was like all these great great things come out of them. But w- Weirdest was, you know, apologizing for <laughs> calling a gay person gay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah.
0: He was like, you're the reason I'm gay the day you called me gay. I am
2: uh, such a little asshole. What? Yeah. <laughs> what an asshole.
1: What? I mean, yeah, but, like, you know, you're 15. Everybody's yeah. an asshole. That's, like, the, that's the most important part of being 15, yeah. being an asshole.
2: It's, like, interesting because, like, there's so many cultural, like, paradigm shifts when you're, and I feel like 15-year-olds now are so woke. Like oh, they're like "Oh, no. as fuck, but there's They'll like there's gonna be a day, dude. There's gonna be a day in like twenty years where their kids are like, "You are so ignorant of this thing," no, and they're I gonna know. be like, "I work so hard to be ignorant of nothing." I know. <laughs> it's come <going> full circle. <laughs>
1: I know it's so fun. Um, how, what does your day to day life look like? Like, how do you how do you maintain this on a day to day basis?
2: A lot of work, (laughs) Uh, a lot of like being very intentional and uh, actions and thinking. And most days it works, some days it doesn't, but just being intentional, you know?
0: Can you elaborate on that? That's really interesting.
2: Uh, So if I decide I'm going to, you know... Wake up and do a thing that day is like I'm going to do that thing that day, and I'm not going to get sidetracked by, uh, you know, you know, shows are, as a comedian, like shows are like exactly like ninety nine percent of shows. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't mm-hmm. want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And just like meetings and just like therapy and just like mm-hmm. a lot of other things. Once you go, you're so glad you went. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, yes, of course. But it's like for some reason, I have to like talk myself into into those things. And defeatism.
1: I was talking myself at Otto going to my home group because of my cold. And then when I got there, a little three year old child <laughs> ran up to me and gave me a hug and then proceeded to put stickers all over my face Aww. for the entirety of the meeting. Oh my God. Do you
2: feel bad about giving that three year old your cold? And that kid's going to die. I feel awful.
1: I feel, I feel, I feel <laughs> awful. Like the dad knew. Like I was clearly like, hi. Like he knew um, but uh,
0: adhesives that are carcinogens that were wrapped all on your face
1: (laughs) yeah but it was a real adorable moment Uh I was like well I can't get in the way of that Yeah, I was gonna miss that Yeah, I was gonna miss a child covering me with stickers how often does that happen not often I I hope all the time though it was pretty cute I had a
0: buddy call me out of nowhere and he was like hey uh," and I was just checking up on he was just checking up on me don't out of nowhere, just like, hey, how's it going, man? I was like, hey, how's it going with you? He's like, hey, just he got out of the ER, just had an s- operation. I was like, what? Wow. Well, yeah. w- what's going on? He's like, anyway, besides that, uh, can you uh, cover me on a meeting? Like, uh, do some secretary work and just sign report cards and, and yada, yada? And I was like, wait, uh, definitely... I don't want to, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely do it. But w- what's the whole deal with you? And he was just checking in on that. Gave me the, the info. And I was like, okay, cool. So you're going to be all right. And he's like, yeah. But it but... was
1: like, what was wrong with him, though?
0: Uh, He... His uterus it? fell out. No, he, he, he pushed his uterus back too far and it fell out of his butthole. No!
1: Uh, those aren't uh, even connected. You
0: know, what, what, <laughs> men are different. You'll... Oh, <laughs> right. uh, I think... What happened to him? I believe he, he had like probably some kind none of injury. Of,
1: probably none of my business. So Let's <laughs> no, no, being extra. No, no. I'm like, whoa, what happened? Uh, what happened?
0: Chistoso. Uh, Chismoso. Chismoso. Chismosa. Chismosa. I learned so much here. But yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I showed up to the meeting. It went well. Mm-hmm. I got to share, uh, offered hugs. That was great. And... I left feeling like I did some really good foundation work. And I was like, all right, cool. That felt good. I'm so glad I showed up. But I was like, nah. But then I dragged myself there. Couldn't find parking. Tried to talk myself out of the meeting and just messaged him. I'm like, no, he just got out the ER. I can't bail And someone yeah. just got out the ER. That's weeks yes. How dare you? How dare <laughs> you? So then I found some parking free, finally. Same. Made it there on time. Had a good meeting. They were really grateful. Everybody was like, thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, I did I did my service today. Yeah. There's no there's that's the only way to stay sober is to be be mm-hmm. of service. So, yeah, I I, I really
2: fucks with that.
1: Have what been. is your relationship with your higher power like?
2: Mm-hmm. My relationship with my higher power is similar to my relationship with the chair that I'm sitting in right now, where it's I feel like it's there for me. Doesn't say a lot, but it's like holding me up. It's just like, hey, man, wow. I'm a chair.
1: That's great.
2: I'm here, hey. right? Wow. And it's like you can sit on me. Also, you can choose not to sit on me and stand up for too long and get really tired. But I'm here to sit on. Just sit on me. That's great. My, yeah, I just realized my higher power is to just sit on me. <laughs> so my, my higher power is. <laughs> A sexual Your higher, your higher powers <laughs> a weird <laughs> oh,
1: That's so funny. I'll start right on. Okay. <laughs> what? That's so funny. What is? What's something you would tell someone just like you? Like, what's the thing you want to give away on this podcast today?
2: Someone who's just like me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. A
0: little kid in Pennsylvania. Hello, kid in Pennsylvania, on, on a tractor that doesn't belong to him. Bulldozer,
2: a dozer,
0: a dozer.
2: Yeah, Listen
1: is, is like a words. Fraggle. He's mm-hmm.
2: like those little things. And is it for round. people out there who are still like sick and suffering. Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially them. And
0: um, are just appreciating Paul Giamatti to the most.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, I would say to them, you don't know what you're capable of, and there's so much inside humans are capable of so fucking much and especially ones who have been through the stuff we've been through like those people you walk in a meeting sometimes or you like meet other you you ever see somebody who's just like so charming charismatic and so amazing you're like I gotta be in recovery and then you like (laughs) google and you're like fucking knew it (laughs) uh it's like we have no, so much to offer, yeah, and also we're not boring, like we have no. words like such interesting yeah. <laughs> and thing else, like that's like my biggest fear is like leading a life that's not interesting, and, and yeah. like I'm crushing it in that regard. There's yeah. nothing remotely fucking uninteresting about if you or wrote boring. a book,
0: make sure people would want to read it, yeah, a book about your life, yeah,
2: and all those people who are like out there who are still like. Everyone loves a fucking hero story. Like yeah. You
3: just, mm-hmm.
2: Like, come, you, you can do better, and everyone will be so excited if you do. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's I like for that. You.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. Nailed it. Where, Stuck the land.
2: <laughs> <dead.
0: laughs>
2: oh, I'm so sad no. that you're so sick.
1: No, it's okay. I'm being, I'm actually way better. I'm just coughing it up. And I'm not taking the day anymore. So, because the bounce back from that yeah. is too high i hear that it's only if i absolutely need it and I knew i'm the we'd same get, way i knew we'd get through this oh, yeah, besides we you a little bit sick. Well. punchy me is pretty funny
0: wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I love punchy yeah normally i'm it. the
1: serious like driving yeah. the questions and yeah. this guy's <laughs> joke man and i'm over here <laughs> being a spaz today it's yeah. kind of fun i'm gonna do this more often
2: That's great jackie with the flu
1: no <laughs> yes. stay away from it do it gross okay where can people find you
2: uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bill Ish. At Bill Dixon, and on that Graham. Mm-hmm. And on that Graham, same same name because. Uh, but you don't know, unfollow him if you follow him. do shoot up your house. You can don't totally unfollow me. I totally get it. it. I'm not worth it. It's <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worth it. Um, yeah, uh, and you can find uh, shows and stuff at uh, BillDixonish.com. Yay! How
1: about Beautiful. you, Alex?
0: You can find me at Dapper Duong on all social media. i me mean, on Facebook the whole night, You know I'm very cool. Just don't be a creeper. Don't uh, message what? me about.
2: This is like really aggressive. Yeah, yeah like what I'm coming do you, I, yeah. No, you getting had,
0: hit on? I've had like so many friend requests from bots and like people that I don't even know, and they have mutual you friends. Ain't
1: special, I, no, you special. Just learn
0: to spot them. <laughs> no, yeah, I, you? I'm special, all right. That's what the program tells me. I'm special. I got so goddamn respect you, bots. I'm talking to oh you, Russia. All right. so, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm at Dwong and everything with- Please sell him, uh, all, him all your eyes.
1: sunglasses.
0: <laughs> <sell>. <laughs> Tag all three of us on your sunglass specials, no. please. Ray-Ban life forever
1: oh my god you can find me at Anna V is fun on Twitter and Instagram and for shows and uh, other things happening I'm starting another podcast actually yeah. called the Haha. it's uh, me and two other Latina comedians cause uh we wanted to mix it up and have a little something different Got to. um you can find all that information at um anna com. that's my website so um that's anna with two ends. and if you guys uh have not oh we have a we have a twitter for the mm-hmm. podcast we do 12 questions podcast sometimes i tweet pictures of cute dogs and meetings <laughs> you should follow it it's real funny, so or, yeah. th- funny. um
0: and I post inspirational quotes from uh, so men from the F1 world.
1: He is so mm-hmm. serious about it. Um, and like, I'm posting crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm posting what, this, what the snacks look like. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Attraction rather than promotion. Um, all right, guys. Uh, if, uh, if, Bill, if nobody has told you this today, I want mm. you to know uh, that we love you. I love I you love too, you, guys. Yeah. thanks. And Alex, and if if no one's told you this today, I love you, man. on. Yeah. Oh my God, we're really dorks Sp- right now. She's very supportive. So. do it like that. And if nobody, if if nobody's uh, told you guys and you're listening, uh, hey, we love you. All right, bye. Love you. Bye. Yay! Did we land like right on time?
0: Beautiful. Okay.
1: Boom.
0: Hell yeah. Dang. Dang. Oh, beautiful podcast. Dang. That was Yeah,
1: you're that amazing, was, man. Amazing. I'm so glad God we damn we it, Bill. Hey guys. God damn it.
3: Me. Love it. Top <laughs> to bottom. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.